Hi, my name's Rob Scott from UC Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration space. So today I'm joined by Jeff Smith at Zoom and Simon Tigra at Neat, and we're going to be discussing how you can adapt your meeting room environments to the new world of hybrid working. Welcome, everybody. Thanks, Rob. Thanks a lot, Rob. Hey, so before we get started, how about we do a quick round of introductions? Uh, Jeff, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. So I'm Jeff Smith. I'm head of Zoom Rooms. I lead our product team for the conference room and, and workspace uh, area. Thanks, Jeff. And Simon? I'm um, Simon, and uh, I am a CEO and one of the co-founders of Neat. Um, and our mission is to deliver the best Zoom room experience uh, that you can have. So uh, we're making devices uh, for Zoom rooms. Great. Thanks for joining me today. So it's 2021. Light is at the end of the pandemic tunnel. But do we know what the office is going to be like yet? Or is it still too early to tell? Uh, Jeff, would you like to say that one first? Sure. Um... I think we have a pretty clear indication that hybrid is going to be the new normal. There will be uh, some people that are able to attend uh, in person in offices and conference rooms, uh, but there will almost always be someone that's, uh, that's remote. Some of that is because of uh, permanent uh, dispersion of the workforce, uh, and some of that is uh, because of uh, the conditions on the ground in uh, different regions. Uh, but for whatever reason, uh, there will always be uh, a need for uh, remote communication. Yeah, so Simon, what do you think? Yeah, so I, I think that uh, the office is going to be a different place. I mean, I think the office used to be a place when people came to work. I, I think a lot of people are saying now that uh, I work best at home, but the office is going to be where I meet people. Right. And, and to Jeff's point, uh, I think it's going to be all about inclusion because in the old days, you know, pre-pandemic, it feels like it's forever ago now. Uh, you could have meetings in the office with everybody there and maybe the occasional person in a different office or at home or on the road. Uh, but now every meeting is going to have somebody out. Right. And it's going to be, the, you know, that's the normal thing. Right. We've, we've all been out for so long and you know, when people come back to the office they want to meet each other uh but they can't you know not include the people who are not in the office that day so i i think um that's definitely going to change and then i think you know uh at least you know from where i'm sitting uh, talking to a lot of customers you know they're scrambling too right trying to figure out what do i need to do with my office what are their new requirements they're asking us what we think um so i think a, a lot of people are trying to figure this out uh, but I think there, you know, some people, some things are going to go back to normal and, and some things will be forever changed. And I think that hybrid element that Jeff highlighted is, is here to stay. Yeah, absolutely. We're certainly hearing that word hybrid a lot right now. Uh, Jeff, uh, from your perspective, you know, what, uh, do organizations need to consider when planning for that return to the office? Well, I think it's um, it is definitely clear that the need for visual communication in that hybrid environment is critical, and that need is pervasive throughout the facility. So, 
um, as people social distance or have to use their uh, existing facilities in uh, in new ways and moderate the way that they that they use those facilities there will be a need across that facility for communication wherever I am. Every conference room is going to need to have uh, a, a reasonable setup uh, so that people can walk in and use that space to communicate with people outside uh, outside the facility. So uh, just uh, how pervasive uh, the need is, um, is unprecedented. In, um... Thanks, Jeff. And someone, in terms of you know, you're a hardware player, you know, what, what are organizations going through right now and, and, and what do they need to consider, you know, certainly from a hardware perspective? Yeah, I think, I think this is, this really, you know, plays right to uh, why we started Neat. Because I mean, it, it, at the very simplest level, if you're alone, like the three of us are now, we can easily communicate using our laptops or, or you know, the, the personal devices that we already have. And, and Zoom's made a, you know, done a great job making that work well. With, with the Zoom meetings and all the features and all that great stuff. Uh, when we get back to the office and we're two or more people physically together, that's gonna break down, right? You can't really huddle in front of a laptop. Suddenly you can't use headsets, right? So audio is gonna be a challenge. You have microphones and speakers in the laptop, not really made for conferencing with, you know, in a conference room. Uh, the camera's not gonna capture everyone. You, you don't wanna huddle together closely because you still want to keep your distance. So that's really what Meet is all about, right? Providing those devices that, uh, that ensure that we bring that physical reality, right? When, when two or more people meet physically, they can still connect with the people who are virtual, right? And make sure that we, and that's why we talk about symmetry. We love to talk about symmetry because, you know, in the old days, everybody was in the office. Now we've all been at home and that's actually, been pretty good because we've all had our own square in the gallery view and it's been you know in many ways uh, equalizing things uh but as we get back it's really important to make sure that people who are meeting each other in the office physically can connect with the people who are virtual uh, and that that feels like a good experience and that's where our devices come in that's where we take care of the video the audio quality uh and and all the other features that that you need uh but fundamentally we really don't want people to be thinking about that. We want it to be invisible. They should be able to have their meetings in the office and be joined by their colleagues on Zoom like they're used to uh, with, um, with, um, with need to Zoom. Yeah, and I think what's, what's important about that is there is, there is value in us meeting face-to-face. -face. We've shown that we can be productive when everyone's remote, but there is that additional value from meeting face-to-face. So how do we capture that and enable people to be their most productive, which is a combination of working face-to-face -face and with people that are remote? That's where we become uh, our most productive. And that's the most difficult challenge uh, in the industry is, is how do you create a seamless, fluid communication, uh, both uh, audio and video, with people that are together physically and aren't. Uh, and that is the, the biggest challenge that we've had to face. Hmm. Well, that's a really nice segue into my next question. There. So we were obviously seeing a lot of you know, buzz around hybrid working right now and lots of innovation in the hardware space. So talk me through, uh, Jeff, if you can, talk me through the, the neat partnership from your perspective 
uh, and then we'll hear it from uh, Simon if that's okay. So how, how, how did it come together? Sure. So uh, the inception of the partnerships w w was a little before my time, uh, but when I came on, uh, it was already a fantastic and, and deep uh, partnership uh, where we had a common vision of, of creating a, you know, a, a conference room environment that really accentuated the way that Zoom functions and that had the best experience possible. Uh, we looked at that holistically together, uh, everywhere from how do you procure hardware to installation, to setup, to management, uh, to the uh, experience for the end user once it's all set up. And that, uh, that journey together was, uh, was really important for Zoom customers so that uh, they could navigate uh, the hardware world in a way that uh, ran at the speed of Zoom. Thanks. So Simon, and, you know, bring us up to speed a little bit because you've got some new innovations recently. So uh, you know, talk us through the partnership and, uh, and also what's, uh, what you've recently announced. Absolutely. I, you know, I'd love to, Rob. I, I, I think, you know, to, to Jeff's point, the reason need exists is because, um, you know, we, um, there was a need to solve some of these challenges with, with the physical conference room, right? And, you know, when I started uh, working with the Zoom team and I, I, I learned more about Zoom and their success, you know, things like it just works and it's so simple. And I can see the viral spread of this, right, that we've all seen. Um, and, and this is not the case in the conference room, right? Uh, you know, if you go back, you know, a few years, everybody had dedicated, really expensive hardware in the conference room. Uh, when I say everybody, that was just a niche, you know, just a few large companies. Then, you know, with, you know, Zoom and other companies innovating on PC platforms for the conference room, you know, people started thinking, well, now conference room hardware is dead. But then the problem, of course, is that if you want to piece these things together, it's hard. As Jeff said, it's, it's difficult to buy. What do I buy as a customer? A lot of customers now using video are new to video. They don't know what hardware to pick and what to buy, and they don't really care, right? They just want to have their meetings. Um, and it got, you know, it was complicated to set up, and, and, and it wasn't as reliable, right? So that's why Neat was founded, to really make sure that we could deliver together with Zoom that delightful experience that everybody's come to expect from Zoom that everybody has on their laptops and personal devices that we can also deliver that in the in the in the conference room. So we fix those things, right? Simple products, easy to buy, easy to set up. Um, a lot of people say that, but you, you need to experience it for yourself to see see the difference. Uh, but I think the part that I'm most excited about is how we can just speed up innovation, right? I'm very impressed with how fast Zoom has been able to move on innovating on the software side of things. Uh, with the constraints they've had on using off-the-shelf components that weren't necessarily to, you know, designed for for conference rooms and for Zoom rooms, but what we can do together now, and that's that's what we're in the midst of now, is really to work together. You know, we can come up with ideas on what we can do on the hardware side, components we can bring in, sensors, capabilities. We share that with Jeff and his team, and you know that enables them to bring out the software, you know, features much sooner, right? So we can work together challenge each other, help each other. We can make those innovations in parallel, software and hardware together, so we can move much faster and, and we can do much tighter uh, innovation. So examples of that would be things like, you know, Zoom Smart Gallery, 
supported by by neat and neat symmetry as I, I as i talked about the concept that you know when you have multiple people in a conference room instead of you know just giving an overview of them reducing them to small talking heads which is not really supporting you know what i talked about earlier you know connecting people in the physical space with the virtual space we can find those bodies and those people and those faces and bring them out and give them individual squares in the gallery view right so you would feel as connected to people in the physical conference room as as people who are on their laptops right really really excited about that that innovation because this has been an age-old problem when i started at tamberg in 2005 it didn't take me long to realize that if i was in a conference room people didn't see me i was just a small talking head right uh so this is this is probably one of the biggest innovations and this is an example of how we with our hardware you know, fixed focus lenses and high resolution sensors and all the AI technology to find people. We send those, you know, uh, images to Zoom so they can arrange that, you know, for, for the recipient. So that's one really, you know, exciting innovation that we can, we can do together. Another one, which has obviously been very, very, you know, uh, relevant for customers now is, is neat sense and, and, um, you know, the room sensor technology that we can, we can offer you know, with Zoom. So, you know, our neat devices all have these sensors, right? And uh, I think that the part that customers have been particularly into are, are things like, you know, air quality sensors, you know, what's the temperature and humidity in that room? What about CO2 levels? We know that affects, you know, the working environment and, and you know, well-being of, of employees. Uh, but also things like people count. How many people are in the room? Are there too many people in the room, right? Are they crammed together? Uh, are we using the room enough? what is the utilization and putting this together with you know the air quality levels this is really important for customers now right as customers return to office these are important things to take into into consideration how do we make sure that people can actually get their meetings done in a good way without jeopardizing you know viral spread right keeping their distance uh not putting too many people into the room so so these are some some examples of of innovations that we're bring into market together, right? Hardware innovations, you know, you know, that's brought to life in Zoom's, you know, software and platforms. That's really these cool. Are, uh, Rob, these are two really important problems that we're solving together. Uh, that ability to empower individuals in a conference room to connect uh, with everyone in the meeting and get their work done, but also empowering IT with data uh, so that they can make good decisions about facilities or about how they communicate with their employees. So these are, uh, we could not do these things alone. Uh, there's, uh, you know, Zoom can uh, have, have a fantastic experience, uh, but once you get into that conference room, um, there are limitations if we're using off-the-shelf hardware. So as we partner with Neat and uh, bring out uh, the, uh, the features that they have in their hardware, uh, be able to both to the IT group and to the end user, uh, empower them with information. Uh, that that's where that's where we really shine. Okay, yeah, it's really great to see. So, Simon, from your perspective, you know, where are we heading, and what opportunities and challenges do you foresee going forward in the world of anywhere work and hybrid work, for that matter, and video-centric communication? Well, I think that you know it's it's you know we're in very exciting times, and you know I feel like almost you know we're starting over again, or we're starting from scratch in a way. I've been in this industry since 2005, but it really feels like now 
you know, we're really getting uh, getting started. So, so I think some of the challenges were, you know, obviously we talked about some of the innovations that we're doing together with Zoom, right? That are important or relevant to uh, to our customers in terms of, you know, keeping their employees connected and safe and all that stuff. Uh, uh, and obviously, from a neat perspective, we're rounding out our portfolio as well, right? We launched, uh, you know, uh, in October 2019 uh, with Zoom. We've been shipping for just over a year, uh, so we're a pretty young company, but we. Uh, we've already brought out, you know, uh, two products, right, with Neat Bar and Neat Board, um, and we've announced, you know, three more products. So the Neat Bar Pro for the larger conference room, right. So we want to make sure that customers have an option from Neat with Zoom uh, for every, you know, uh, meeting space. But one thing that I, I got to be honest with you, I didn't uh, expect us to get into this fast is actually personal devices. Um, so, but. I think that you know this has also been accelerated by the pandemic. So we've announced two personal devices as well. Neat Frame, which is a super you know sleek device for uh, for doing your Zoom meetings, very simply and high quality, all that stuff, right? Uh, easy to install and manage them. Uh, and then we have Neat One, which is an all-in-one web camera, if you will, with speakers, microphones, to to really give you everything you need, you know, uh, to connect to your computer. Uh, to run your Zoom meetings, to give choice to customers, right? But I didn't really expect us to get into that. But I think that a lot of customers experienced that, you know, sure, the laptop works fine with headsets, but when you're on meetings all day long in a pandemic, that's not good enough either, right? So we've heard about Zoom fatigue, and I think that has nothing to do with Zoom. So I think it's an unfair term, but it's 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 just tiring if the audio and video quality isn't up to par. I think audio is actually probably one of the most important things there, right? The ability to quickly interject and talk over each other. If you can't, it just makes it tiring to kind of, you know, be in that meeting and, and pay attention and, and try to try to contribute. So so these are, you know, things that we're working on on the personal devices, right? To to make sure that customers don't have to use their laptop. They can get, you know, super high quality video in the right position, not a nose cam, audio is pristine. You don't get the dog barking in the background. You don't get the kids, you know, playing because we're, we're removing that from the field of view. What you see is what you hear, right? So there's innovations here, both on the hardware and, and, and the software side again, to make sure that, you know, uh, people can really enjoy high quality uh, video uh, from a personal perspective as well. And I think that's, it's really, uh important in supporting what uh, Zoom has in taking Zoom experiences and high quality Zoom experiences wherever you are, wherever you're working. Uh, that can be the home, that can be uh, in the office. The uh, physical environments are changing in, in the way that we, we operate and communicate with each other. But what doesn't change is the need for uh, absolute high quality uh, in and being able to facilitate that communication. If the technology doesn't work, if it's uh, if you're thinking about, oh, can they hear me? Can they see me? How do I how do I look? Uh, that becomes uh, the focus. It's a distraction. I can't get my work done. Uh, but when we can do this uh, in any space that we're working, that uh, you know, that's that's where we get our our best productivity. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So you've just got to get the hardware and the software right, haven't you, to, to do this kind of thing. So, hey, Jeff and Simon, it's been super speaking to you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for Thanks having us, Rob. Really appreciate it. 
And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social. It's always appreciated. And if you're a UC fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the UC News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. And our social links are in the description. So I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.